Hello, Skylit listeners. We have a special surprise for you. Next month, acclaimed author Marlon James will be headlining our author talk series. And to celebrate, he gave us some signed copies of his new book, Moon Witch Spider King, the second book in his Dark Star trilogy, just for our podcast listeners. The first 50 people to pre-order will receive a signed copy. Make sure to add the phrase Moon Witch Red in the order comments before checkout. That's Moon Witch Red. Signed copies are available while supplies last, and this exclusive offer ends Wednesday, February 9th. Happy reading! You're listening to the Skylight Books Podcast. We're an independent, general interest bookstore putting great reads in the hands of people in the Los Feliz neighborhood of Los Angeles. Hosted by resident Skylighters, we're here to bring you new and exciting author conversations, group reads, and bookseller chats. Happy listening. Hello, my beautiful listeners, and welcome to Skylight. This is the Skylight Books Podcast, and I'm your host, Lance Morgan. Today, I'm so excited to welcome Janine Cook, shopkeeper at Philadelphia's Harriet's Bookstore, an indie bookshop celebrating women's authors, women artists, and women activists under the guiding light of Harriet Tubman. Janine, welcome to the podcast. Lance, thank you so much. And all of the, to all your, your folks that are listening in, I appreciate you lending us your ear. Yeah, no, I appreciate you coming on. We are big fans at Skylight of Harriet's. Um, and we we were the second that um, we could we were like let's have them on. Oh, absolutely! Well, it's a it's an honor and a privilege, and you know, in many ways, a, a luxury to be here. <laughs> so, thank you. No, it's for us too. For us too, for sure. Um, Janine, um, can you please uh, give us a background on Harriet's? Yeah. Okay. So there are many background stories because mm-hmm. um, as as I've been doing this, I've been looking back in my history, right? Like I've been doing these mm-hmm. interviews all of a sudden, something that I never did in my life. Um, <laughs> and it's requiring me to do some do some soul searching, which I think is, is very interesting. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is like a some form of therapy. <laughs> so I'll tell a, a one or two, baby, like overlapping that I've, I've mm-hmm. run across in my like, you know, reflecting. Um, mm-hmm. So one thing that I think is really interesting about the way I was raised is that um when I was a baby when I was my mother was pregnant with me and then as a baby she was a a law librarian so she was working Mm -hmm. in a library right and so Mm -hmm. I saw her reading all the time when we were little like we were you know that was just how it was um Mm -hmm. and then another thing that I think occurred when we were younger is that my mother started to lose her her vision her ability to Mm -hmm. see Um, And so this is somebody who has been working with books, working around books um, for her, her, you know, adult life and then starts to lose her ability to see. Uh, And this happens while she's still in college, getting a master's degree. Uh, And my mom, such an interesting human being, decides, like, I'm not going to stop getting my degree. Like me and my daughters, they're going to just use their eyes for me right like they're going to read to me and they're going to type for me and I'm going to you know dictate notes to them and even though we were really young um Mm -hmm. I think I was probably 10 or 11 like that just became a part of our life right that was just how it was you came home from school you did your homework you know whose turn is it to go read to mommy 
Uh, mm-hmm. And that was just how it how it was. And I think, you know, I bring that up as a part of where the bookstore comes from, because I see it as one of the foundational places where I realized like that books have um, this ability to do, you know, like you can read, but then there's like a communal aspect to the reading. Right. Like mm-hmm. the part, the discussion part of what you've read, the the dissecting, the digging deeper, like all of that is really valuable, um, mm. invaluable in many ways, you know, it's priceless. And so to do that and to do that as a family, as little children, um, I think it just it left a huge mark on on, on my existence. Mm. Um, and then another like thing that popped into my mind is like, oh, wow, when I went off to college, um, I wanted to have a club and I wanted to go out into the community with all this equipment that we had at the university and I wanted to teach storytelling. And so I started mm-hmm. this club um, and the club didn't get funded by the university for whatever reason. Right. Like and I can say that it was because, you know, these racist institutions, I could say that, but I don't really have clear evidence to support that theory. <laughs> all I know is that my, my club didn't get funded positive minds. Mm-hmm. And so what we started doing was selling books in front of the school and oh. you know people who tried to like say something about it I was just like well and you know you'll notice in my in my life that I also have a a, a rebellious streak mm-hmm. <laughs> um and so people were like you know well you can't do that and I'm just like well if they could sell cookies and cakes for their club why can't we sell books and people mm-hmm. were like well you're right why can't you and we can and we did um and that's how we were able to fund our club that and then we would do like dinner in a movie and oh, we were cool. selling books that the university just didn't have, didn't think to have, right? Mm-hmm. And so it was, again, I think at 18, 17, 18, it was me thinking about how to um, do what I think, what I consider to be win-win, right? It's just to mm-hmm. like provide something for folks that we know is enhancing them while also using you know, the, the, the resources from that to go provide for more folks. Um, and so, yeah, I think that, that that all of that sits at the root of Harriet's. And I know that was a long answer. <laughs> no, no. I mean, that's that's what I wanted to know. That was a yeah, great yeah. answer. Yeah, and... I remember the school librarian mm-hmm. at URS when I first opened um, the bookshop reached out to me. It was like, Janine, I remember you. And I was like, do you really? And she was just like, yes, because you'd be like hiding in the stacks. And like I had a baby. <laughs> at mm-hmm. 18 right and so mm-hmm. I, and I and I continue to go to school and I continue to have this club mm-hmm. <laughs> and wow. so everyone I think people realize they noticed me because I was always walking around with a baby attached mm-hmm. to my body she was just like you know good on you you had so many questions about mm-hmm. books back then and I don't remember that but it was like it was a nice confirmation for me for sure I didn't realize that other people were also like very very like nerdy booky people who were just like right. hiding hiding in the world of books um, and, and like to talk about passages and like to yeah. like imagine themselves in, you know, the random places and mm-hmm. and like to like question other realities. Like all of that is just, it's cool to know that we, we are a tribe, right? We are a people. Mm-hmm. Right. And we are. And that, I mean, yeah, isn't, and that's, <laughs> and I feel like bookstores are that bookstores are community it's a for communities it's to build communities the the next thing I want to talk about is the name the wonderful namesake of Harriet's bookstore people I mean your community definitely knows this but people might not know that the namesake of Harriet's bookstore is uh the the legend Harriet Tubman 
Yeah, yeah. Um, could you talk about that? The the idea behind having naming this bookstore after Harry Tubman, even though everything should be named after Harriet Tubman. I <laughs> right, right. Oh. <laughs> um, you know, it I think that it has a lot to do with uh Harriet deciding that that's what she wanted mm-hmm. and me mm-hmm. being obedient to the to the voice that said that that was what was needed mm-hmm. I, I've been in conversation with Harriet for for some time mm-hmm. I believe and have you know I think what started off as like you know an a, a inkling of an idea I say sometimes you know it felt like a whisper turned into a roar um mm-hmm. and and Harriet Tubman's personality as you can imagine is um very direct (laughs) so um when she has something that she i believe this is my Mm. own belief system right but when she has something that she needs to say it gets said um Mm. i i'm clear that during her time she didn't get her due there's a letter Mm. that frederick Douglass wrote um about harriet um, she reached out to him when they were working on the book for her and wanted some sort of like letter that just, you know, mm-hmm. kind of co-signed what we call blurbs now. Um, mm-hmm. And Frederick Douglass talked about, you know, Harriet's work all happening by the light of the moon. Um, and while he was able to do what he was doing during the daytime, she had to move um, by the night. And I think that when you're moving in that way and having to having and doing what she was doing, um, so stealthily, uh, mm. you don't always get your accolades in, in real time. Um, but time is a very interesting construct. And so I believe that Harriet has made it her time. Um, mm. you know, she, she, you know, they talk about time's up, right? Like, so, and I think that, that, that she's ushering in, um, a new time, a new, a, a time of, of reckoning. And, and for mm. some people that's scary. And for some people, that's that's um necessary but it it is what it is right like Mm -hmm. things happen atrocities happened on this land and they have to be reckoned with right like we cannot presume to move in a direction of healing when we haven't done any of the other work of even like acknowledging right for some people it's just that simple and i'm not even talking about like Oh yeah, we we gonna we, we'll we'll say it out loud. No, like and that took a very long time. Like I'm talking about the reparations that go mm-hmm. along with the repair, yeah. um, and that's going to happen. I, I put a poll up on our Twitter, and so many people were like, "No, no, no, I don't believe it'll happen in our lifetime." And I was like, "And that's the problem, right? Because mm-hmm. if we don't even we can't conceive it, right? Then mm-hmm. we won't we won't do what's necessary to make it yeah. happen." Um, whereas yes. I can totally see it, right? I can totally mm-hmm. see it. And I and it and it has to happen in order for things to move forward. Like, or else mm-hmm. we're, we're gonna continue to see that we know about trauma now as a society. We know the yes. effects of trauma. We mm-hmm. know that, you know, if someone like if you want to restore in any way, you want to repair in any way, you have to reckon with what was done. Right. Mm-hmm. And the 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 folks that are the were the direct descendants of that harm uh get to decide what that looks like you no one else gets to tell us what that will be um but then the work becomes us making that decision and i mean what hard work it is but like you know necessary work the most necessary work yeah the most because we are looking at the effects of not having done that work 
And yeah. do you want to pass that on to another generation and another generation and another generation? No, we can just stop that and we can make a new decision. Um, and I believe that, you know, I'm, I'm down for whoever can hear this and hears that and says that resonates with me. Like, well, we are the people that are going to make it happen. Yeah. And I, and I mean, a space like a bookstore or a community, you know, community is so important. I feel like that's so, that's what a great mission because, you know, it's about community. It's not just about us, not about the singular person, but like, Right. The group as a whole, which includes the next generation, the next generation after that, because they are our future. They're the community of the future. They are the ones that continue the legacy that we are creating yeah. today. Yeah. So no, absolutely, I, absolutely. I, it's, it's I mean, repair important. is in order. You know, repair is mm -hmm. in order. You can't, you can't, you can't stab somebody in the back and then pull the knife out and try to sell it to them and say Happy Black History Month. Like, yeah. no. That's just not how this is going to go down, um, mm -hmm. at least on my watch. Right. You know, right. In, in, in my personal uh, my personal abilities, I'm going right. to say that. And I think that having Harriet Tubman as my guiding light really helps mm -hmm. me in that way, because it's like I, you know, I was saying to somebody, you know, my grandfather, I was asking my grandfather about, you know, his his grandmother. Right. Which mm -hmm. I encourage everyone, everyone listening, please take some time with your elders and ask them about their, who their elders were. Ask them to yeah. tell you about that. Um, and he was telling me his grandmother told him that he used to have to she used to have to eat out of a, a pig trough with pigs with pigs that that was how her food was served that's that was how all of their food was served and i'm just like you see what i mean like those are the yeah. those are the like because without that readily available to the mind it can get it can make it seem as though like oh those are the things of the past and we've moved right. on and, 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 like like no no one has dealt with the fact that that's what my great great grandmother had to deal with and mm -hmm. nobody has made that has uh, even attempted to make that right but i am i'm responsible for for making that right um, and I, I mean, yeah. you, you put yourself in that, but I, f I feel like all of us, you know, yeah, exactly. That right. exactly. It's, it's, exactly. It's, it's you, it's me, it's, uh, yep. us as a whole, you know, it's, yep. Yep. there's, there's a lot to do to set that right. And it's, there's a lot to do. I mean, and, and the, even just the, just getting on the, us working together and getting mm -hmm. on, a, on one accord, like that unifying us being able to unify around these, these conversations will, will push the entire society forward. You know, mm -hmm. like it's actually yes. to the benefit of everyone. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, and it's, no one said that would be easy work. No. And that's why I feel like there's a lot of hesitation in doing that work. Cause it's not easy. Mm -hmm. And exactly. we, I mean, this country loves to not <laughs> loves to take the easy way out sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I do. It's it's not easy. I do. It's not easy work. And that's I mean, and that's why sometimes you we we get to be the squeaky wheel. We get to be, yeah. we get to like every one of these interviews, every platform. I mean, mm -hmm. and, and like I was telling you earlier about that other media outlet, like part of the reason that it's like, oh, maybe we should put this away is because I am gonna say this on any platform. Mm -hmm. Right. I am like you raise my you raise my visibility. Great, because I'm I'm only using that platform to like make sure you folks remember who Harriet was, is mm -hmm. what she did, mm -hmm. why mm -hmm. she did it, right. um, and what we're gonna do to to finish or continue what she started. Mm -hmm. 
And I mean, that's, yeah. wow. <laughs> Another admirable goal. I mean, to, <laughs> yeah, to, I mean, to, <laughs> for, to, to like, you know, embody Harriet's legacy like that. It's, it's no easy thing. And it's, you know, I feel like people would be intimidated or hesitant to do something like that because they know the work is hard, but like you yeah. seem ready <laughs> oh I'm, I'm like so I'm so ready I'm so excited about it because I'm so thinking amazing. about my I, just like we were talking about my great-great-grandmother I'm thinking mm-hmm. about my great-great-grandchildren yes. and like I, I I am excited to give them a world mm-hmm. um that they deserve yes and that's I mean that's so important that's so important to see because we want I I don't want I mean, our great, great uh, grandparents, you know, they, they wanted better for us the same way I want better for them. And exactly. it should just, exactly. it should just keep getting better. It, why why yeah. can't it, right? Why can't it? In the same way it, people and, are and like, I definitely believe it can. And yeah. I think that like books sit at the heart of that, you know, and yes. I encourage other bookshops and I, I, I've, said, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Like we, we have this amazing opportunity to serve as this organizing resource. We're in communities all across the country. Right. And imagine what it would look like if we were working together towards um, a few singular goals. Right. Like just a few. It doesn't have to be everything. We don't have to agree on everything. But if, if bookshops alone decided to stand together. Mm-hmm. Um, and say we are a stand for reparations in this mm-hmm. country, and mm-hmm. we are we are going we that's what we are um, demanding, right? Right. It would be very very hard to stop that force. It's mm-hmm. a it's a powerful force, yes. um, and yes. we we stand with the books that 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 show the history, mm-hmm. uh, and and I think that you know sooner or later it will happen Mm -hmm. and that's i i hope so too that's my hope too Mm -hmm. and you're just i i love that you're vocalizing you know all these things that i want as well and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i listeners i hope you do too i hope the listeners yeah if not if Mm -hmm. if you haven't if you didn't realize it before i hope you realize now that that's oh that should be your goal yeah, um, I mean at least one, you know, like and I promise you, I promise you what's on the other side of that is is a much better situation. Yes. For everyone. Right. Yeah, yeah. For everybody. And so, and I mean, because some people get all clammy and clammed and you know, they get mm-hmm. clammed up like oh when I say the reparations, I can't they can't even speak or breathe. And I'm just like, no, it this is something that we get to introduce into our everyday conversation yes. so that we can, you know, quote unquote, like I hear people talk about normalizing this and normalizing that. Like normalize, you know, repair for harm and what that yes. looks like. Yes. Normalize repair for harm. I love that. I love, I want to make that like <laughs> like a, something right <laughs> something i want to make i want to like yeah. put it on a billboard and have people <laughs> see it force people to see that because it's so important to hear mm-hmm. and because there's i mean harm is uh, such a continuous thing in our mm-hmm. society and we need to reckon with it and exactly exactly we not don't be it's afraid like we, of it either exactly exactly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because the the more we put it off, the only it's the worse it gets, you know. 
exactly it's really like you know living with 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 a with a um we were talking earlier my my sister and i and we were talking mm-hmm. about like if you had a computer hard drive or an email box and you just let it just keep getting piled up and piled up and piled up and piled up like it's going to make the entire system you know run inefficiently and eventually yes. it's going to make it break right so right. here's an opportunity for us to like start to clean up the system mm-hmm. right like start to do some repair on this system mm-hmm. and i yeah yeah i i don't know what to add to that that was great you can't just keep piling up on it it's a it's a bad foundation <laughs> it was no, a bad it, foundation like you can't it's not it's not gonna it's not sustainable from day one it was a bad foundation there was Alive. from day one Alive. so however you, what are you gonna do to change it right at some, well, at some point we get then, to address it yeah yeah no we have to um the next thing i wanted to talk about with you is um back in was it a few months ago like three months ago there was um harriet got a little bit of a um a little bit of a viral moment where uh, <laughs> people were people were um talking about the delivery on horseback that you <laughs> you all were doing um can you talk about that that was that i remember seeing that and being like this is this is amazing what work can they come out to the west coast and <laughs> oh my gosh it's so funny people we were getting invites from all over the place like and mm-hmm. i had i just went on a rant like i went on a um twitter rant saying mm-hmm. all the ways in which you know amazon I kept saying Amazon ain't got nothing on us, right? And right. I was showing all of the things that, you know, Harriet does and mm-hmm. all of the accomplishments and achievements and all of the, like, commitments, I think, is the really important part that we have mm-hmm. to our community. And it's just right. like, you know, and one of them was like, listen, we 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 have a great time, like, in partnership mm-hmm. with the Fletcher Street Riding Club. They're, like, yes. the dopest in Philly, um, an urban uh, group of cowboys and cow people. And, um, yeah, we have a whole bunch of, we have a whole bunch of fun with them. And so ever since we first met, I was like, we're going to figure out all the cool ways that we can combine, you know, horses and books. (laughs) And and we've done that, you know, we've Mm. done that over and over again. And so when folks saw that photo, I was just like, why? I was like, oh, people think this is exciting. That's funny. Like, I was just <laughs> like, you know, it's just one of the many things that I thought were like cool about what we do is that we innovate. Yeah. Um, mm. And what better treat is it for a, a young child to see us ride up on a on a horse <laughs> um, to deliver to deliver a book to them? Right. Like yeah. what what? It's so super special. And I've seen the look in people's eyes when we do it. And so I know that it, it keeps that awe in reading. And I think that as, as we are under a constant onslaught of distraction, um, mm-hmm. it's very, it's very important that we keep the awe in reading, that we keep it, we, we keep it as something that people hold sacred and look forward to and are excited yes. about, um, mm-hmm. especially the, the little ones. Um, so yeah, that's a part of how that all came to be. No, I mean it the the what you were saying about innovative, it just feels I mean, the bookstore space is such an innovative space in itself and that it's always changing and it's always mm-hmm. becoming this new thing, but also like mm-hmm. how do we, you know, there's we're 
fighting so many fights with uh-huh. like you know mm-hmm. online uh places big corporations <laughs> trying to take over mm-hmm. how do we mm-hmm. how how do how do bookstores keep it fresh and i mean i think that was <laughs> one thing that people saw with harriet's you guys yeah you all were like keeping it fresh you were yes. you know pushing <laughs> you were like how do we make this new and different and be- and better fly. you and know and it's yeah fly. it's fly and it's fun yeah and, especially the know. kids i bet the kids yeah they did look i i can only imagine how excited they were oh my gosh they love it and then like mm-hmm. i went out the last time we went out i went out mm-hmm. with a group of young people so it was like a whole mm-hmm. crew of us oh, wow <laughs> um that we all came riding up on horseback and people were like okay. what is this because <laughs> you got these like you know teenagers with yeah. like they are completely like urban teenagers right like mm. like and who are like the, the, just the coolest the coolest the coolest folks and we were all mm. like giving out books and doing our part you know i think that yeah. that's that's it to whom much is given much is required and mm. you know I, it, it was a, it was really it's been a it's been a fun ride for me like pun intended uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was gonna say I was like that's a good one Jay. Like, good for you yeah. guys. no I mean that's no that's exciting I mean I I was one of the people also excited when I saw it yeah and just like you know yeah uh yeah I mean especially so cool. because like you know when you are starting a new venture mm-hmm. um it often can feel like daunting to be quote unquote in competition and I, like mm-hmm. I said before you I would never be in competition with Amazon Amazon could never compete with my commitment to my right. people you know like they right. just could never do it mm-hmm. but I could see how people could look at it and be like oh man like how am I ever to compete with these huge institutions that have all these mm-hmm. resources mm-hmm. um and all of this like um you know, institutional history and like they have all of that. And and to that, I say exactly what I continue to say. Like, you know, Amazon ain't got nothing on you being your true authentic self for yourself and, and the folks who you, you know, you're committed to supporting. Like, and like no one can, no one can take that from you. Um, and, and actually the, it was it's our responsibility to, to do that. Um, yes. And it's hella fun. <laughs> it's hella fun. <laughs> And that's what, I mean, that's, I feel like people, you know, shouldn't also know it's hella, it's hella fun. It's hella Hella, fun. And it, that's, that's, and it can be (laughs) fun. It really is. It's it's hella fun to do, to to look at systems and to look at at the way things have been done and to challenge Mm -hmm. those things and say, Mm -hmm. like, why are we doing it that way? And if it doesn't work anymore, like, why don't we create something new? Um, And I, and I know for some people that feels like a challenge and that feels like, but it's like, what else are we doing? You know, like yeah, we're, this exactly. is what we're here for, you know? Yeah. That's what um, keeps, that's what keeps life going, you know, having yeah. fun and doing cool exactly. things. And exactly. Also being exactly. Like, yeah. like really have, using this, using these brains, you know, it's, it's actually, yes. it's actually hella fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you have any fun stories that a fun, like any cool or fun stories that you have, you would, you like, have from being on horseback oh my gosh um I'll tell you and this might not sound cool or fun but it was like (laughs) for me it was really important um so when we first Chloe is my horse that I ride um and when Chloe and the crew first came they came to the bookshop Mm -hmm. um and I was getting on the horse and this little girl um she was probably about four or five, came up with her mm-hmm. mom and was just like, look, mommy, a witch. 
And I was just like, you see, you, I said to her, I said, no, sweetheart, I'm a warrior. And she was like, oh, a warrior. And I was like, you see what I mean? Like these ways, yeah. the ways in which at four years old, this little girl seeing a, and I, 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 I attribute it at least partially to the fact that I was a, that I am a black woman. Mm-hmm. And that she hadn't seen that imagery before. And so in her mind, she attributed it to something that was um, a villainous, right? As opposed to heroic. And I'm like, yeah, see, this is why I get to do these things um, in this way, because the narrative is all jacked up. Yeah. <laughs> the, the narrative, the wrong folks have been telling the stories. Yeah. Um, and that's what happens when when the when when the wrong folks tell the the stories. Yeah. Um, and to be able to like in that quick second have her have a aha moment, like, oh, a warrior. That I, 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 how many black women warriors have you ever seen, little girl? You know. <laughs> um, but you get to see more, and and mm-hmm. I don't mind being the first one. Um. Mm-hmm. And so that was just kind of an interesting one because I was just like, really? A witch? <laughs> but yeah. No, I mean that that what a I I was I what a heartwarming story. Uh, I hope that little girl got her day made from that. Oh my gosh. Uh, it was it was probably really, really like, whoa, what is this? Yeah, right. Like <laughs> no, I mean, who knows? She's she could be the next warrior. You never know. Right, right. Um she, she but uh I I'm so sad to say we're running out of we have time <laughs> for one more question, even though I've been okay. having so much fun. Okay, um, good, good. <laughs> but you my last question. <laughs> no, it's this is fun. I'm having a great time. I hope you're having a great time too. Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, this last... is like my little piece of therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, my last question I want to ask you. So the bookstore, one, the bookstore's mission is to celebrate women, mm-hmm. um, authors, artists, activists. Mm-hmm. um under the uh, like as i said under the guy in light of you know the like the <laughs> women the woman harry tubman like mm-hmm. capital t the yeah and then i don't know if you know but we also have another bookshop in in jersey called ida's bookshop um Ida's and that bookshop. one's named for ida b wells um Iconic and that ones. one is yeah yeah and whew, you're talking about powerful ida b wells is <laughs> I mean, it's quite the force. Oh yeah. <laughs> she is quite no. the force. Um, it calls that. on us to be writers as well, mm-hmm. right? For for our readers to also to be writers, to to mm-hmm. make sure that we are documenting and telling our stories through the written word, um, yes. and also bringing awareness to to injustice through writing. That's what Ida B. Wells, at least for that's what she calls out of me. Um, mm-hmm. But I wanted I didn't know if you knew that. Sorry, go ahead. I did know uh, that there was a sister bookstore. I didn't know it was out of yeah. Jersey, though. That's good to yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. All my Jersey listeners, go visit. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, but um, I wanted to talk about, yeah, the how has it been, you know, mm-hmm. uh, having this space dedicated to women, to women, mm-hmm. um, just like, you know, the power of that. How has that been for you? Yeah, Um. You know, it's another one of those things where folks in the beginning were like, why would you do that? Like, why would you limit? And people still now, right? But less so. But why would you limit your audience? Why would you, like, men are never going to shop there. And I'm just like, what? Like, why would that? That's the most ignorant thing that you could say, right? Like, 
like really or you know i said you know we have a mission it celebrates women authors women artists women activists it never says that you know it's exclusive of anyone else um, mm-hmm. It never says that, you know, it, like it, it never says that we don't have books by all all types of folk. Um, I just told you the mission that this particular me, what the mission that I'm on. Right. Mm-hmm. And like I, we, we we were never here to all be on the same mission. I have no expectation right. that everyone would be doing the same exact thing. What right. I prefer is that whatever you feel called to do, that you respond to that calling. And, and I bet you you would be fulfilling a need that needs to be met. Yeah. Um and 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 I'm doing this work um, under the guiding light of these these amazing women who, in my opinion, have not been um, honored by this society in the ways in which they deserve. Right. Mm-hmm. Like many, many people still to this day do not know who Ida B. Wells is. And if they do know who she is, they don't know what she really stood for. Um, mm. And there was all this like controversy the other day because the people were like, oh, the Barbie doll, the Barbie doll, the Barbie doll. And for me to say, you know, I'm not excited about this Mattel Barbie doll that's only mm. exclusively sold by Walmart, Target, and Amazon. Like, I'm not excited by institutions and corporations um, taking oh, the man. names and 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 images of mm-hmm. our 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 guiding lights and using them to yes. as a, a part of their profit margin and and on top of that not using the resources to actually support the the communities that those women were fighting for right like yeah. yo Ida B Wells had a clear mission and that work that she was doing around anti-lynching that you know lynching still goes on today Right. Yes. Like there's a, right. there are ways to really, really support what Ida B. Wells was doing if you are going to, you know, make profit off of her likeness. Um, yeah. And that's just my perspective. Like I said before, it's just like, you know, when when these when these corporations come through and they're like, oh, I, you know, we took the knife out your back and oh, look, look, now it's a collector's item. You could even you can have one. Like I'm not jumping for joy that, you know, at, at white acceptance. I'm not jumping for joy that corporations are deciding that they want to take our, our stuff and try to sell it back to us. Like, that's not, yeah. oh, that's not an achievement to me. That's not a reward. That's not, you know, I don't need representation from Mattel. I never needed representation from Mattel, you know, and that's, that's mm-hmm. but, but there's a way of, like, some people still feel like that that's a big deal. <laughs> some people yeah. still feel like that's like, Oh, you know, some people are still seeking that type of approval and acceptance. Mm. And I am mm-hmm. not. I am not. I prefer you don't touch my stuff, leave it alone and let us handle it. And so that's why mm. we build these monuments for these these women, because who because if because if it's to be, it's up to me at this point. Um, I'm not looking for outsiders to come in and, 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 and say, this is who gets to have a statue and this is who doesn't, and this is where it'll go. And this is what it'll look like. And it's like, nah, you good. You good. You got your chance, mm-hmm. right? Like let, we're going to do these things for ourselves. Um, yeah. and, and I think there's something about that mentality of like, no, nah, we got this. We're good over here. We going to handle this ourselves. That is like ties all the way back into the reparations that ties all the way back into like what kind of future we plan on creating for, for, for our grandchildren and our great grandchildren. Right. And this, you know, what you just said about, um, what you just said about, you know, the ownership, like, don't, this is ours, the black, right. the black, there are black things. It reminds me of the Solange song, um, 
from her new album um where she's alameda talking mm. about you know black owned things like these mm. are black owned things these are you don't own them um especially these white corporations who want to profit yeah. off of it they, yeah these are it's, it's not, like it's just not black. it's not cute to me and it's, like and and, and and black people aren't the only ones who folks do it to, right? Like yeah, it's no, just true. like it, it's so it's such a it's such blasphemy, right? Like yeah. I go into and to Target and you all have a whole freaking, you know, um rainbow flag section. Mm. And it's just like, nah, you wasn't don't jump on the bandwagon now. Don't yeah. jump on the bandwagon after our leaders have been have been killed and maimed for this and then try to act like, oh yeah, 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 we was down for this all this time. And I'm a and oh you got to do for the low, low price of $29.99. You can have this t-shirt. And I don't even care if they say, oh, and we're gonna give, you know, a small percentage of profits will go towards some one um nonprofit. Like, no, yeah. like that's the, like all of that, all of mm. that. I'm like, I'm yeah. cool. I'm cool. Right. Yeah. I'm cool. I don't, right? I don't. Like, you're still making decisions about what it is that's best for us without and, us. And trying to own it and trying to own right. our our thing. They want to pat on the back for it. No. Yeah. Saying, oh, we're look at us. We understand. Right. Where it's like, no, you don't. You no. won't, you no. you're profiting. You're profiting, not understanding. No, right. it's you're it's, and that's that's actually pimping. And yeah. it's not okay. You know, it's no. not okay. It's it's honestly yeah, it's honestly mm-hmm. this is being recorded in January to all the listeners, but mm-hmm. uh, it'll come out in February. But oh. you know, in a week and a half, we're gonna see um, all of the storefronts have black folk, black people on their uh, storefronts, uh, right. black products out, black commercials, all of this stuff. Right. But like, right. where are the why why can't this be? you know spread out throughout the entire year why can't where's the inclusion there why why does february come and we're thought of instead of well i mean there's like this because there is this like pimping mentality that's like almost embedded in so many Mm. people's like psyche and they think that that's okay like in their mind they think that they're doing somebody a favor or it's like oh i'm promoting the blah 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 um, mm. For Black History Month, I didn't know that this was coming out. Like, so everybody knows, like, I'm going to be taking um, a vow of silence throughout Black mm-hmm. History Month um, because for that for that simple reason, right, is that mm-hmm. over and over and over again, all of a sudden now it's like, um, so you know, when I opened this, I asked, like, I literally wasn't trying to be funny. I just posted in the community group, like, what does Collingswood, New Jersey, do for Black History Month? And all these people started like posting all these crazy emojis just to show that nothing ever like they were like no oh oh, oh. like never literally never has this town done anything mm-hmm. <laughs> and i'm yeah. laughing because it's like it's almost like unheard of it's like what really nothing and i'm like okay and so then everyone starts going well Janine, well what are you doing what are you doing we'll just do whatever you're doing we're gonna you know you just tell us what to do and it's just like nah bro like what you don't yeah. get to do is, is try to give me some more work and then pretend it was like a, a community victory. No. What do you feel called to do? Now you get to go do yeah. that. Because people were like, well, why don't you go to the schools? And why don't you do this? And why don't you do that? I, what I don't need is a bunch of y'all telling me what I need to now do to celebrate Black History Month. Like, exactly. no. You know, like, exactly. no, this is not, this is not, 
you know, whatever that was, like that pimp mentality where you, nah, I, I'm not that. I'm not, I'm definitely not that. Um, and, and and I'm not going to come out and dance a jig for the month, month of February. No, <laughs> you don't know. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And I, and I encourage everyone who's listening, especially since this is coming out in February, to really think about what, what the introspective work is that you get to do during yes. uh, what I consider to be like, let's get these damn reparations popping months um, versus like, you know, we were, my really? sister and I were looking it up earlier and realized mm-hmm. that, you know, Carter G. Woodson, he did, he introduced the um, Negro History Week in the 1920s, I think like 29 or 26 or something like that. 50 years later, um, it gets made into Black History Month, right? Mm-hmm. But that, but that's still 50 years ago, right? And I bring that up to say, like, again, like we were talking about earlier with innovation, like 50 years have gone by. We might want to take a look at how we address Black History Month and what we want to do with it now, like where we yeah. want to take it. What do we want the children the grandchildren, the great grandchildren to inherit. And I don't want them to inherit like, oh, the first black person to be accepted by white people in this field was. I don't care about that. F that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. that to me is not a value. But I, you know what is? Them reparations though. <laughs> right. And so yeah, let's 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 do something that's quite challenging. Um mm-hmm. Uh, let's challenge these institutions let's challenge these corporations let's challenge these organizations that all said how much black life mattered you know after george floyd was murdered and everyone took to the streets like okay keep that same energy when it comes to these reparations to actual something that you have to show something that's measurable something that's achievable something that's timely like keep that same energy going into this new into this next february um, but I'll be, I'll be, uh, a lot less vocal. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I'm thinking, I haven't, I haven't created the entire like boundary for myself yet, but I think I'm going to do, you know, sun up to sun down. I'm going to, going to, you know, go in and not go out as much. Mm-hmm. No. And I, I mean, same in the sense of like my voice, I will, I will. And I've been thinking about this as well. Like, I don't want to. I, I am black. <laughs> I'm not black right. in Black History Month. I'm black <laughs> year round. Right. So what exactly. am I going to I am going to, you know what I'm going to celebrate? I don't know, nothing. My sister's birthday <laughs> that month. My sister's birthday. I may, mm-hmm. you know, Valentine's Day, why not? Maybe mm-hmm. is something, but not that. Not That's not for me. Mm-hmm. And, and make no. a decision about what it is that you want the month to be, not like exactly. what some outside force corporations corporations right. uh, and folks who are like oh i could i could i could pimp this real quick because it don't mm-hmm. like you know there was a, a a very sweet like seemingly sweet nonprofit the other day who was just like oh you know it's february janine like we want to come by we want to do this we want to do that and i was mm-hmm. just like this is so interesting like you know by the end of it it was like you know i i was gonna have to do all of this work to host them coming to the bookshop to not buy books right like yeah. it was just like this makes no sense to me yeah and i was just like and all of it was oh because we're gonna get some media and we're gonna have pictures and like and i was just like who is this for who is this for it ain't for me please stop telling me that that's for me right like i never asked for that first of all i've, I've told you what i'd like to see happen this month right and like 
So, you know, let me know where you stand on that. Other than that, we don't really have much more that we need to discuss. And you definitely not going to use me for some photo ops. Yeah, exactly. Like, no, I'm cool on that. And it's, it's, uh, it's appropriation. It's appropriation and hiding shame. It's, uh, there's so much to talk there, but sadly, sadly, we're out of time. I think we ended, I think we ended in a great place. I agree. I mean, I think we I ended agree. in a great I think we place. Covered, I think we covered plenty. We did cover plenty. To the listeners, mm-hmm. um, there's so much. I feel like our listeners are going to go, uh, going to finish this episode and, you know, think <laughs> they're going to sit down and think for a second. Yeah. They're going to think about, you know, their yeah. own place. I, w- I can offer some homework. I was a teacher for many years before I had a mm-hmm. bookshop. And so mm-hmm. I, I offer some homework. I offer the book um, From Here to Equality um, Mm -hmm. by Sandy Darity and his wife, Mm -hmm. Kirsten Mullen, um, which is all about reparations. And it has a very, very clear strategy for how to close the racial wealth gap in this country. Um, I offer some homework around the 1619 Project. Uh, And Mm -hmm. and when I say homework, I know that a lot of people, literary people, especially like, oh, yes, I love that. I'll read a book. No, 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 no. (laughs) I'm actually asking you to do a little bit more than just read that book. So besides reading that book and even discussing it in your 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 cute book club, I'm I'm asking you to make a decision about what action you commit to taking as a result of what you've read. Um and 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 that's that's the homework. Mm -hmm. No, I both books that we have on we have for sale at Skylight Books. So if you're local, get it. You know, Go please get forget it. it. You have no excuse. <laughs> Go get it. Um, and I for your listeners, for your um the listeners who are from Philadelphia, I'm guessing I know a place where you can get those books too. Absolutely. 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 <laughs> no, um, thank you so much, Janine. This has been such oh a pleasure. Oh my gosh. Pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. No, it's 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 truly a pleasure. Um Listeners, if you are in Philadelphia or are visiting anytime soon, please, please, please check out Harriet's bookshop. Um, Janine, what part of Philadelphia is Harriet's located in? It's, it's in a neighborhood called Fishtown. Fishtown. So you have, if you find Fishtown, go to Harriet's. They are also on social media. What are your social media handles? Sorry, anywhere you, anywhere you type in Harriet's bookshop, you'll, you'll mm-hmm. find us. So we're on Instagram, Perfect. Twitter. Mm-hmm. We're everywhere. Everywhere Perfect. that we can be, we're there. Perfect. Follow Harriet's and, you know, see the cool, amazing stuff they're doing. If you're in Philadelphia, who knows? Maybe we'll hear some uh, hooves on their Wait, way to deliver we might, books we to might run up. We might run up on you. Listen, listen. <laughs> that sounds like a treat. <laughs> no, that sounds like a treat. That sounds, listen, if someone on horseback was delivering books to me, I would be... Ooh, that the way my yeah. week would be made it's so um, exciting it really is oh, it it's sounds really exciting fun. oh but janine thank you again and to thank all my you, listeners Lance. no it's my pleasure to all my listeners thank you for either coming back or listening for the first time and if you are for listening for the first time go back and listen to some of our other previous episodes and you know we please come back and listen to some of our future episodes as well You all have a good and beautiful rest of your day. And thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Skylight Books podcast series. Please don't forget to visit our website at skylightbooks.com and make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Also, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast for more author talks and bookseller conversations. 
You can find us on Podbean, iTunes, and Spotify. Stay safe and healthy, and we hope to see you back in our store soon.